Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. What do you make? What do we make? Of a couple of things happening at the same time, the lawsuit against Fox by that voting machine company Dominion. And Mm -hmm. the communications with the hosts and Murdoch and everything that are coming out. At the same time that Tucker Carlson is starting to release his trove of videos that were given to him by Kevin McCarthy. 40,000 hours? Is that what he said? It can't be that many, can it? I heard it described as thousands of hours, but I don't know how many thousands. That's what he said yesterday in one of our clips. Was it 4,000 or 40,000? Either one's an extraordinary amount of video for... Something that lasts a couple hours. Um, but they had security cameras all over the place, you know, yeah. running full time. And, uh, you know, quite a few hours of those videos you saw, but quite a few. Obviously, the vast majority of you did not. And Tucker's starting to roll those out. And he's making an argument. And there's quite a bit of pushback at the same time that we've got out today. That Tuck, what, did, what was the exact quote about what Tucker Carlson said about Trump? That he hates that guy? Hates but, him with a passion. <laughs> I can I can tell you precisely what was going on. I can tell you what's going on now. It's utterly clear to me, and I have one hundred percent confidence. You know, we can we can get to that if you want. It's it's obvious what's going on. Well, we should we should all stay tuned then. I Wait, my wife tuned. just the wife just texted and said, if you jump on the bandwagon of a certain sports team, they're going to start losing. So stop it. Don't. 
You are the cooler. Everybody knows that about you. Sorry, referring back to a conversation uh, a little while back. I have done that a few times in my life, yes. I decide yes. to root for a team, and then all of a sudden, you know, their star player uh, waves Breaks a gun. Breaks both legs in a d- stepping off the curb accident. Or, waves yeah. a gun at a strip club or whatever. Yeah, yeah, the cooler. Anyway, where were we? Ah, yes, Fox News. So we can talk about that later. Okay. The, I, I will tell you one galling part about it. I am willing oh, to go there. Joe's galled. I, I am a truth teller, and I will tell the truth. But it is galling that whatever level of dishonesty was going on at Fox News to please their core viewers, while that is being examined, scrutinized, and discussed, the same actions and worse over a longer period of time at the New York Times and the Washington Post, all the alphabet networks, and CNN and MSNBC, everybody's like, nothing to see here, nothing to see here. So, again, I don't mind telling the truth about that, but the utter lack of interest in the, uh, by the left-wing news outlets uh, about each other's lies, deceit, and pandering, and the rest of it, renders their, oh, myying at Fox News just a load of crap. Yeah, there's a clip of Rachel Maddow floating around. It's, it's real. Um, uh, I looked into it. It's not, uh, like, forged or anything like that. Of her being on the air talking about how, get the vaccine. It prevents you from catching COVID, and it will keep you from spreading COVID. I would like to know, did she, did she know the truth about that when she was saying that? on the air or a lot of other hosts about a variety of things or obviously the whole Russia investigation. At what point didn't you at some point start to think, is there anything to this? Cause they keep promising stuff and nothing, nothing ever happens. Adam yeah. Schiff has just made his 15th mysterious half revelation. At one point, at what point do we get the other half? You're going right. to tell me there were no hosts, Rachel Maddow or anybody else at some point saying, Hey, this Michael Avenatti seems like a real whack job to me. Right. Um, A greased weasel. (laughs) Well, if you grease your weasel, you can get it through a smaller hole. So that's the advantage. (laughs) Um, uh, And here's one interesting thing. It didn't even occur to me until I heard it today. One of the reasons there are so many text messages and emails behind the scenes at Fox was the COVID situation. Because COVID hit... People were communicating a lot more uh, through text and email than they mm. otherwise would have been. You know, you'd have been talking to people in the halls or, you know, going into your boss's office and saying this sort of stuff. But there's a right. lot more of it in mm. print than normally is. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So we're going to talk about that later or now or while? Uh, I think later. Make people yeah. wait. Let it simmer on the stove. You know. Well, don't say that. That's the part you don't say out loud, you oh, fool. Oh, jeez. That was a mistake. Did you do cocaine before the show or something? You, just, you need to settle down. Yeah, settle down. Close the curtain. We need to have a team meeting. <laughs> anyway, uh, so uh, the Nord Stream pipeline explosion. You remember that? Back when Russia jumped ugly on Ukraine or was about to. What was the timing precisely? I don't really remember. It was uh, two days before Moscow's invasion of Ukraine. There you go. Right there in the article. Thank you, Wall Street Journal. Uh, the uh, Nord Stream pipeline went kerblooey, and uh, it was uh, it had to stop pumping oil for a while. And the story from the Biden administration initially was that Russia had done it itself. And I've got to admit, I couldn't really wrap my head around why that was a good idea, unless they wanted to do a false flag operation and 
and and get sympathy or something. Again, I just I couldn't find that thread. So, and sometimes even when I disagree with something, I think, okay, I understand the argument and it's interesting, but I never even got that very well. So it was a pipeline that was going to help make Russia a lot of money, right? By getting their natural gas to various places in Europe. And to continue Europe's uh, dependence on Russia, which cannot be overlooked. And a lot um, of people were arguing long before the Ukrainian war that that's a terrible idea. You don't want to be dependent on a thug, an unstable uh, kleptocracy. Donald J. was hardcore about that, trying to convince old Angela Merkel it was a terrible idea. But the Germans, because they're greedy and uh, short-sighted, were all about being completely reliant on Russia for their energy. So Nord Stream was a good thing for Russia. So when it blew up, yeah, it seemed hard to imagine that they would blow up their own you know, ticket to wealth unless they were going to try to claim that the Ukrainians had done it. Well, right. And then, you know, it seems to me it was about a month ago or so. You're like alterna right media was stating beyond a reasonable doubt that Biden did it. Biden blew it up. Tucker, it was the U.S. that blew it up. Speaking of Tucker Carlson, he was making that argument. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, again, that uh, nobody has any inf- any uh, evidence really significant that that happened. Just the usual stuff. Uh, and I don't even want to get into it. Um, and then. The New York Times this week cited anonymous intelligence sources. And the New York Times is as ravenous and hungry as a dog that hasn't been fed for three days. If you offer them an an anonymous intelligence source, they'll leap at it, snarling and snapping, and then print it later that day. But the New York Times cited anonymous intelligence sources suggesting that pro-Ukrainian actors were behind the blasts. Which I could certainly see. It's just not out of the realm of of possibility. The Wall Street Journal says they have not been able to verify that report. Germany, Sweden, and Denmark are conducting their own investigations into the uh, explosions. Uh, The Kremlin rejected the reports, obviously. Uh, Ukrainian officials have, for their part, strenuously denied any involvement. And now, who was it? I think Germany is looking at pro-Ukrainian Russian groups, and they have a boat of interest that was rented the day before and the day of the explosions that they think may have been uh, involved in it. But nobody's really sure. A boat of interest. Yes. First time I've ever heard that term. I kind of made it up, okay. but um, yeah, so uh, nobody's sure. All the stories are floating around. Everybody uh, expresses 100% certainty at their version of it. Um, whenever, you know, it's funny. There got to be a couple of different personality types in the world. Maybe, maybe more than two. Uh, I think there are two, I, only two. I feel very uncomfortable when people express 100% certainty. I think, all right, I'm getting sold. Mm-hmm. If you're if you come at it like there's no weak weakness in your argument at all, and it's a controversial subject or a subject it's difficult to know the truth, I think I'm getting sold. Yeah, so but like, some people love it. Some people want it. If somebody called it a slam dunk, as we come up on the 20 year anniversary of the launch of the war in Iraq, yeah, for instance, um, well, this sort of thing has happened throughout history a number of times, right? Remember, the main was actually us, or one of those. Uh, Gulf of Tonkin, one of right. those. Yeah. Vietnam, yeah. yeah. False flag operations happen. 
And then on the other side, there are people who are uh, Dale Gribble from King of the Hill types or who see a <laughs> stealth helicopter behind every, uh, you know, farm silo um, <clears throat> who believe everything's a false flag operation every single time. No, sometimes hostile powers do hostile things to their uh, opponents. But anyway, uh, nobody's sure what's going on. Bunch of different stories kicking around. Does it matter at this point? It mattered at the time. Mm, I mean, if they if not, the, not really if they had caught Ukrainians blowing up the Nord Stream pipeline, that that could have had an effect on the beginning of attitudes this way and that way. But I don't know if it makes any difference now. No, I think the the crowd of Americans who are on Russia's side in the Ukraine Russia conflict. Um, are grasping at that because it's proof that Ukraine is malevolent and evil and Russia is innocent and is merely being attacked. Right. Um, I think y'all are completely out of your minds, but, you know, that's okay. I hate him passionately. That's every other text I get on the text line directed at me. But it's Mm. also what Tucker Carlson said about Donald Trump back at the time of January 6th. He said, I can't wait till I can stop covering this guy. I hate him passionately. Uh, does this play any role in the billion-plus lawsuit against Fox News? Is it going to have any effect on journalism going forward? That's what I wonder about. And a number of other angles in this whole thing. And the videos uh, that continue to come out from Tucker Carlson, videos that you hadn't seen about January 6th. I'm, I'm looking up the cable news. Everybody's talking about this. Man, well, tell you one thing Tucker Carlson's good at, getting attention. He's really good at that. Um, But a lot of stuff on the way. Hope you can join us. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu.
The Armstrong and Getty Show. You're on a game show right now. Kevin Hart and Nick Cannon are coming to E! for the mother of all game shows. Having my baby with Nick Cannon! You got Pyro? You're going to get some contestants that want to have your baby. We're not kidding around. Eeny, meeny, money. Let's go! Who's Having My Baby with Nick Cannon, hosted by Kevin Hart, this spring, only on E! Can't figure out what's going on there. I mean, Kevin Hart's not a crazy person. He is a fairly family-friendly guy. He's the voice of the rabbit and pets, for crying out loud. No. Um, uh, uh, but Nick Cannon's uh, the the musician dude who's famously had like 11 kids or something like that with different women. That's his whole shtick. So it's a contest to see who's the next person to have his baby? Who's his next baby mama? That's correct. With Kevin Hart as the host? This can't be real. It's got to be an April Fool's joke or there's a twist I don't see coming. Something's going on there. Checking his watch. I doubt it's an April Fool's joke. <laughs> it, can't, it can't be as base as it sounds, can it? It makes Flava of Love with Flava Flav look like Masterpiece Theater. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, We're well, going to just playfully have a game show and produce mm, a kid. I'm, ho- I'm holding, no father. I'm holding okay. out uh, uh, hope that it's it's something different than what it sounds like. But anyway. If we learn more about that, we'll bring it to you. Well, hope rhymes with dope, Jack. Wow. Dope rhymes with cope. It's hard to cope when you're a dope with hope. <laughs> if Dr. Seuss was really angry, this is what it would sound like. <laughs> oh, uh, speaking speaking of the modern world and things you take in and all, uh, piece by Asia Grace uh, entitled, I Pretended to Be a 14-Year-Old Boy on TikTok, What I Saw. Holy bejeebers. Oh, my gosh. She writes, I'm a woman in my early 30s, but I recently created profiles for a fake 14-year-old boy named Jaden on TikTok and YouTube. My aim wasn't to use Jaden's profile to interact with other people online, but rather just to see what sort of content the algorithm fed him if he was completely passive. That's what got my attention, because it's bad enough if your kid goes looking for stuff. But you'd hope that if they're not looking for stuff, they wouldn't come across bad things. Turns out you do. Within seconds of opening TikTok and YouTube as him, I was bombarded with dizzying streams of videos of girls lip syncing and twerking in mini shorts. After about a minute, things took a darker turn. So we're 60 seconds in. I'm a 14-year-old boy. I click on something, and all of a sudden, there's hot chicks in tiny little shorts dancing around. You got my attention. I'm on this app a lot from that point on as a 14-year-old boy. Mega influencers like stuntman turned boxer Logan Paul started popping up. Uh, Paul stars in videos along the Sidemen, a popular British YouTube group known for offensive content, and they give some examples. Uh, in their Sidemen Tinder and real life YouTube series, the men often talk graphically to the women who are invited to their studio to make a potential love connection, but instead of finding Mr. Right, the girls are often pummeled with insults about their physical appearances. Uh, the most disturbing video I came across on TikTok, however, featured slow motion footage of a boy, likely around Jaden's age, in a classroom, standing over a girl and swinging his closed fist toward her face as she recoiled. He was fed another TikTok video stamped with the title, Calling My Girlfriend the B-Word for Her Reaction, featuring a young guy repeatedly barking the biatch epithet at his significant other in the hopes of infuriating her for laughs that he could then post on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, similar videos in heavy rotation. Also heard hate speak about killing orphans, hanging black people, mocking Asian accents disguised as dark humor. 
Uh, da, da, da. Andrew Tate recently detained in Romania for ongoing rape and sex trafficking investigation. Uh, I got uh. my son a smartphone for his birthday yesterday, but we're not having not no 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 TikTok on there, no Twitter on there, no Facebook on there, none of that stuff. As Jaden, it took only 30 minutes on TikTok before I was fed a post of Tate laughing at the thought of stoning a Muslim woman to death for standing up to her husband. A clip titled, Do Women Like Getting Murdered? Shared via an account, blah, 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 appeared on my timeline soon after. Then come the guns and the uh, the, the people talking about, you know, what people with guns talk about online, who they're going to kill and how and that sort of thing. It's always the same conversation. So is this... You know, 1955, and parents saying, I watched Ed Sullivan the other night, and Ed's, and Elvis Presley was on there, and the way he was dancing, uh, the children today, they're seeing that, and they're going to start having sex and babies, and blah, blah, and it's ridiculous in retrospect. I mean, that was like a real concern. This is different, though, right? It is. You know, there's an ancient saying, I can't remember who said it, but sometimes a difference in degree is a difference in kind. You know, if I swear at you, if I glare at you, if I even push you or put my finger in your chest, and then I'll escalate up to actually swinging my fist at your head, that's terrible. Let's go a little farther. Now I stab you, now I shoot you. Tell me stabbing you and shooting you isn't materially different than putting my finger in your chest. It's an incremental increase, but it's a difference in kind. So the lawsuit against Fox, some of the conversations of Fox hosts behind the scene... The one-sided January 6th hearing that brought us a lot of this, all on the way. If you missed an hour of the show, grab the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. 
So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The Armstrong and Getty Show. According to court documents, days before January 6th, host Tucker Carlson sent a text message to another Fox employee saying he can't wait until he can stop covering Trump, adding, quote, I hate him passionately. Yeah, that's uh, part of the uh, treasure trove of texts and emails that have come out because of this lawsuit that Dominion Voting has against Fox for, is it $1.6 billion? Saying it's an astounding amount of money, yeah. Damaged our brand, and you were you were knowingly saying things that were false with an intent to damage us. And I don't know if you have to have both of those to win or one of those. Anyway. Or um, a knowledge that they could be damaged by the falsehoods, yeah. Yeah, so Tucker Carlson, this is before January 6th. This is just after the election. Tucker Carlson texted a colleague that he hated Trump passionately, as you just heard, and rejoiced that they were very, very close to being able to ignore Trump most nights. So does that mean that, well, what does that mean for the lawsuit? Well, if you've been following this, you've heard a bunch of different quotes um, of from the Fox host. I think most significantly to the lawsuit, that one was juicy and gossipy. It doesn't necessarily mean much to the lawsuit. Yeah, but, I, I feel like that one came out because of the whole videos and things that are happening in the last 48 hours on Tucker's show. I think it has more to do with that than the lawsuit, which we're going to talk about that part here in a minute. Yeah, and it might be related to that, but again, I just think it's great gossip. Um, did you hear? He said he totally hates her behind her back. Anyway, uh, but some of the other quotes from Laura Ingram and Hannity and Tucker in which they essentially said, yeah, we've looked into it, and Sidney Powell's a crackpot. Rudy's lost his mind. We don't see any significant evidence that the election was stolen. This stuff is all bunk. Rudy Giuliani, They're- one of the great stories I hope it's written in my lifetime. Was he always a crackpot? Did he turn into a crackpot for money? Did he get old in his mind? What what happened with him? Gosh, I don't know. I I can't even guess because it's a hell of a story. He's a wonderfully effective mayor of the biggest, most important city in America, one of the most important cities in the world. And then the whole 9-11 thing, obviously. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. So anyway, uh, you had the, the hosts virtually unanimously. I'm trying to think if there are any exceptions. Uh, calling bull on all of that stop the steal stuff, but then and and again this is this is uh, my personal opinion to whatever extent Jack wants to differ he can. I but strongly I, disagree. Uh, but I'm I know what I'm talking about. I'm in the business. They who had an opportunity to talk to these people press them over and over and over again. You keep saying you have evidence. What is the evidence? And yeah. don't give me the the two thousand motels thing or six mules or whatever it was. Um, I guess it was 2,000 Mules. Or I can't remember the Dinesh D'Souza movie. I, give me serious evidence here. And uh, the people couldn't provide it. And they were getting more and more frustrated behind the scenes. And finally uh, came out and said, no, this is this is bunk. Biden won. They became aware really quickly that a significant percentage of their viewership, which were the most loyal Trump voters who were taking Sidney Powell and Rudy Giuliani at their words, because t- taking Donald J. and uh, Steve, Sh- uh, what's his name? Uh, Steve Bannon. I almost said Steve Shannon. 
Scott know. Shannon, the L.A. radio legend. Uh, no, Steve Bannon. They were taking them all at their words. They believed them. The Fox hosts didn't, but they realized they were pissing off a lot of their viewerships, their viewership who, who, who believed this stuff. And so they all got together behind the scenes, and the emails show it, and the text, and said, hey, we got to soft pedal this stuff. We can't talk this. we got to shut up. Well, is this just stuff that came out yesterday, or did Rupert Murdoch actually testify yesterday? But either way. Um, came out yesterday. Um, he said uh, that perhaps Sean and Laura, Sean Hannity and Laura Ingram, went too far. But what he was saying is, look, we were covering the news. The sitting president of the United States was making a case, and we were covering right. it, which is a decent argument. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. You have we've, to cover that. We've been complaining for a long time. When did it be okay become okay for in in your headline in the New York Times to say president lies about? <laughs> no, report what the president said and then facts around it and let other people determine whether or not it was a lie. It's not your mm-hmm. job to say what's a lie and what's not. Uh really, most of the time. Um so but so that that's what he's talking about. The the Fox was reporting what the president was saying. Now, when you go further to, you know, I wasn't watching Sean Hannity or Laura Ingram at the time, honestly. So I don't know how far they were going. Yeah, they were. They're very bright people, and so they found ways. And Maria Bartiromo was involved in this. Lou Dobbs, who's no longer with the uh, network, is named, um, and one or two others, but. They, they very cleverly reported the news in ways that implied that they believed it to be true, even though behind the scenes they were saying that they absolutely do not believe it to be true. Interestingly, and what Dominion is quoting is that they uh, essentially were endorsing a point of view that did them damage while knowing it was false. Interestingly enough, Tucker Carlson, who's become the face of evil for like half of America over the last you know months, years, and certainly the last couple of days, he got off the January 6th stolen thing very quickly that week when he offered Sidney Powell the whole show. Come on for the whole show. And when she didn't, he just moved on. He never really talked about it at all. I do watch Tucker every night, and he never mm-hmm. really talked about it at all at the time. The uh, stolen the election part, deal? The steel, stolen yeah. election part. Yeah. Because he clearly didn't believe it. Yeah. So, you know, it's an interesting conundrum. Um. Uh, I do think, as a journalist, you need to figure out what the truth is and go ahead and say it. I would suggest that a lot of the biggest media outlets in America have completely lost their uh, lost their uh, gravitas, their reputation, and their... Uh, what, what word am I looking for? Why can I kind of not come up with a word? Maybe it's because I don't go to bed and, uh, at when I should every damn night. Yeah, I, well, no, no, I certainly don't mind any, you know, New York Times, whoever, introducing a story and saying we talked to... You know, Dominion Voting Systems, they say, no, they did not do that. Um, uh, we asked Fox for any documents showing that that, that would be true, and they did not provide them. But the right, whole right, you're right, Fox you're right. lies in the headline is not the way, at least traditionally, journalism worked. No, no. No, because that or puts Trump the... Or Trump lies. That puts the conclusion out front before you show the strength of your evidence. Right. Which I think is unethical. Um, so anyway, you know, it's it's an interesting conundrum, and this is kind of a look behind the scenes. Yeah, one more point? Oh, yeah, on this particular thing, I think it's fascinating what it might do to libel law or the press in America. We have the, the loosest or strictest, depending on how you look at it, I guess, uh, libel laws of anywhere in the, in the world. I mean, you can't, you can't get away with close to the stuff that we get away with the United States, uh, 
like Joe and I saying on the radio about mm-hmm. people or things without getting in trouble. Like Great Britain, France, you know, name name another free country. We 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 have a way wider berth for people getting to say whatever the hell they want than anyone else. Thank is, God. Well, is that thank Madison? Are you uh, are you uh, an absolutist on this? Or do you think they're the cross Fox crossed some line to where that should be reined back, including MSNBC having to be a little more careful about how far you go down the road of you know, Donald Trump as an agent of the communists, the Russia right. or whatever, mm-hmm. with, without any evidence. Then laughing behind the scenes because, yeah. you know, to be false. Right. Yeah. Now, he's a public figure and a politician, so it's a little different. But um no, you know, I no, I'm not ready to render a judgment in the Fox trial because I haven't seen all the evidence and I haven't heard the testimony and and uh, and their defense is decent. Look, it's newsworthy to report on this stuff. You're saying we hinted it might be true. Well, you're allowed to be wrong. You're just not allowed to be knowingly damaging speaking falsehoods. Well, I've been And that's a tough thing to prove. Yeah, 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 yeah. Most of the time it's impossible. It, this this is a very unique situation where you've got these emails and texts, as I mentioned earlier, mostly because yeah, of the yeah. pandemic. There was way more communication going on than you would ever put in print normally. You'd have these conversations in the boss's right. office or something like that. Um, right. So usually you wouldn't have this information, so it'd be impossible to get to the motive or whatever. But like some of my favorite pundits that I'm kind of surprised at this, you said he's a public figure. Think we go way too far down the line of a public figure. You can say anything. Like I mentioned, mm-hmm. Kevin Williamson and got fired by the Atlantic. That whole story, if you know it or don't. Um, uh, he thinks Sarah Palin should have won against the New York Times. The idea that you can just say anything about a public public figure, we go too far with. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's a really interesting part, uh, area of the law. Absolutely no if, doubt. If Fox gets nailed for like a billion dollars, though. I was watching MSNBC this morning. Now, of course, they lean way toward the side of Fox is evil and we're, we're real journalists. But um, that's hilarious. I know it. I know it is. It really is. <laughs> but um, their lawyer was saying they're surprised, given these emails and texts that are out there, that there hasn't been a settlement yet, that there hasn't been. Fox hasn't come to him and said, OK, we'll give you half a billion dollars and this is over. What do you think? Are they going to fight it clear to the end? Uh, maybe uh, the, the, the one point six billion dollars is fairly ridiculous. Um, that amount, I've read some pretty good analysis uh, talking about Dominion's uh, their cash flow and their value as a company and and the rest of it. And there's no way you can justify that amount. So if it if they settle, it'll be a tiny fraction of that just on that topic. Um, but one more point I wanted to make, and it's kind of a, a behind the scenes uh, discussion because we've dealt with these questions. We here at the Armstrong and Getty Show about the, you know, stop the steal stuff and January sixth and the rest of it. I'll give you the very short version of it. During the entirety of Trump's run for presidency and the the presidency and his presidency, it was impossible for him to get to a fair shake to get a fair shake. I'm sorry, uh, it was impossible to get fair coverage of him in the massive legacy media. I mean, he was done so bad, so wrong, so unfairly for so long, his supporters and sympathizers got extremely defensive. Yeah, Bob Woodward said that. He's never seen the president treated this unfairly in the press. Yeah, yeah, that's a good example. Thank you. Um, and, And so those of us who, you know, lean... You know, in a lot of ways, in, in favor of Trump's policies and love the judges and the rest of it, might have problems with his pers- him personally or the way he his his weaknesses as a president and a candidate. 
Just, we'll just leave it at that. Um, you know, we might want to, and Fox News clearly wanted to, say, hey, a lot of this uh, stolen election stuff is not true. It's bunk. But we're going to so enrage our listeners because it's so tribal and so hot right now. Everybody is so fired up right now. We don't want to lose our entire viewership or listenership because then we're out of business. Then we can't communicate with people at all. What have we done? It's like, you know, you scream at your kid one too many times and they tune you out. You've got to avoid that. And so they were trying to keep their business afloat and afraid that if they spoke unfiltered truth the way they saw it, they'd be out of business. Right. So it's a different uh, degree, which is part of the problem with this uh, tribal thing is everybody keeps taking it a little bit further back and forth. You react, then they react, then we go further down the road. But MSNBC, or almost all of your major media, for years, their viewers and listeners were under the impression that Trump is not going to serve out his term. I mean, it's just a matter of time before he's indicted and booted out of office. Hell, a matter of days. Right, exactly, (laughs) from from before he even was sworn in. Act like just just days. Remember when Saturday Night Live had that bit where uh, I think Robert De Niro was on there doing his Mueller thing and everything like that, where they had to sit Hillary down and say he's 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 probably going to stay in office. He's going to serve out his term. And it was just shocking. Mm. Well, well, those of us who weren't Trump hating at the time, we weren't shocked by that at all. But it was shocking to the audience right. of a lot of media that wait, I've been told every day that it's just a matter of time. Before we nail him for being a stooge of puppet of Putin and blah, 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 right. stolen election. Mm-hmm. That was all crap. <coughs> right. But it was presented with 100% confidence that it was true. Night as if night it was true. For yeah. years. Well, and I, I hasten to remind you that, well, conservative media might have been struggling with exactly how to present some stories that might offend uh, some of their viewers slash listeners. Over on the left, the New York Times forced out a highly respected editor for allowing a sitting U.S. senator to to offer a very sober editorial because it so stunned and angered their readers that a conservative voice was even heard that they had to quickly kowtow to their viewers. and uh, I'm sorry, their, their readers. So uh, the, the left has set Olympian records of this sort of thing. It just hasn't had the, the, the spotlight shown on it like the Fox thing has. So, you know, I want to be fair to, uh, to the good folks at Fox who are in a difficult position. The left does it like crazy. Well, I hate that this happened because it gives so much more ammunition to the side that doesn't treat Fox like it's a news organization. Uh, I hate that. I hate that. Um, so... Well, and I, I want to point out that Brett Baer and the hard news people at Fox, as opposed to the opinion people, and there's there's certainly a role for both of them, the news people were being very, very fair about this stuff. So, also Fox, but different topic, Tucker Carlson airing footage you hadn't seen from January 6th, the way that whole thing goes down, uh, what's being left out of this conversation from Andy McCarthy in the National Review, it's a pretty good column, we'll hit you with some of that stuff democracy hanging by a thread give me a break he says stay tuned for that i don't watch the news good idea armstrong and getty
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I don't think I've ever seen an anchor treat the American people and American democracy with such disdain. I have. And he's going to come back tonight with another segment. <laughs> Fox News should tell him not to. Fox News, Rupert Murdoch, tell Carlson not to run a second segment of lies. You know it's a lie. You've admitted it's a lie. <laughs> nice job with the Tucker laugh. So that wow. was the leader of the freaking U.S. Senate, Chuck Schumer, which, you know, that's a pretty big position. Do not let Tucker Carlson go on the air. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so you know the story, I assume? Uh, Kevin McCarthy gave Tucker Carlson all the remaining footage from January 6th. Tucker has been going through it for a couple of weeks, and they aired the other night a whole bunch of stuff with people milling around uh, peacefully and all that sort of stuff. He over-egged the pudding, in my estimation, and then and, and, and trying to pretend that, that that's all it was. But there was a lot of that happening mm-hmm. that day. Everybody that was at the Capitol is not, you know, a secessionist or something. Um, uh, 
interestingly enough, we got this text because I did watch Tucker last night, expecting to see more videos and didn't see him. Did you all happen to watch Tucker last night? It seemed so odd that he ran such a long promo for his interview with Russell Brand. No more Capital video? I wonder if Chuck Schumer actually got his wish and Rupert Mark told him to, to, to lay off. Well, I don't think that happened. I don't think anybody at Fox is telling Tucker Carlson what to do as he's currently the, uh, the most watched show. I know on uh, Brett Baer's show, Special Report, they uh, expressed, hmm, they tried their best to express that, uh, let's all take a fair-minded view at all the stuff, please, and stop throwing narratives back and forth. Fox reporter Chad Pergram on Brett Baer's show yesterday said the feds have arrested 999 defendants connected to the riot. 106 were charged with using deadly weapons. They assaulted 140 police officers, some so badly they'll never return to work. I think that was written in such a way as to be a response to Tucker's videos. I would agree completely. Um, From a different show. We're going to run out of time, aren't we, Michael? How much time have I got? Got one minute. That's just not enough time. Son of a. That's just not enough time. I'll have to get to this National Review piece, maybe an hour three at some point. Mostly Andy McCarthy pushing back at the idea that democracy was ever hanging by a thread. Quit using the term insurrection. It was a riot. Everything happened the way it was supposed to happen just a couple hours later. Mm-hmm. Calm down, everyone. It was horrible. It was absolutely horrible. But we didn't almost lose our country on January 6th. There was zero chance we were going to lose our country on, on January 6th. Well, you're not doing any good in ginning up Democratic votes there, Jack. And I hope that never happens again. It was horrible. Right. Yeah. <sighs> People are hurling narratives at each other as opposed to trying to understand what actually happened in all its complexity. So you get one narrative stands out there unopposed for a long time. Tucker throws out the counter narrative. All right, great. Where are we? So if you miss an hour of the show, you can get it in podcast form. Armstrong and Getty on demand. Armstrong and Getty. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.